Welcome to the Chris Hanna Show. Welcome to another episode of the Chris Hanna Show. If you follow me on social media, whether it's LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, at the Chris Hanna Show, you will know that I am not a huge fan of meetings. I think that meetings can be a tremendous waste of time. The truth is, is that so many organizations are meeting an exorbitant amount of time and they're wasting so much time. There's not a ton of value in a lot of meetings. I've often said that if you don't have an action item coming out of a meeting, then what's the point of attending a meeting? There are also meetings that happen that are just filler. They don't have any agenda. They don't have any purpose. There's not a lot that comes from them to really justify having such an expense because the reality is that meetings are very, very pricey. I've seen some meetings where you're pulling in an entire group or department and you think about the number of levels of people who are in that in that room between executives and senior leaders and managers and lower line staff. It's crazy how much money gets spent on some meetings. So they need to be more effective. So I'm very passionate about meetings and trying to be more effective. In today's episode of the Chris Hanna Show, I want to talk about meetings, but I want to talk about five mistakes that people think in meetings. There are some common misconceptions that happen in a lot of meetings, and I think it's important to talk about these, and maybe they resonate with you, and, and maybe some of them don't, but I think it's it's important to share this. So the first thing I think that a lot of people think in meetings that are actually mistakes is that they think that they are experts. Some people get invited to a meeting and they're included because of their title, but they don't have the expertise or the knowledge required to really truly speak on the topic at hand. But they think that they're an expert in a certain area because they've been invited. Maybe they have been invited and they shouldn't have been. A lot of people need to start looking better at who is included as part of any sort of meeting. That's why I think agendas are important because if you have a really tight agenda, you can decide who should be there or not. But some people think that they are so needed or they're so required because they're some sort of expert on a topic, but the reality isn't they aren't. And when they're not an expert, sometimes when they do speak or they do share their opinions or ideas, they land flat or they just don't make any sense. You really have to be careful with who you invite to a meeting and ensure it's the right people because sometimes their opinions just aren't valid because they're not experts in what they think that they are talking about. To have the right people there is important. Another mistake that people think in meetings is that sometimes they think they are inspiring. I see this happen a lot from a leadership perspective, where people think that what they are saying in a meeting is inspiring, that it's rallying the troops. When you think about the, a lot of the challenges that have happened in the last year or so when a lot of businesses and organizations with downsizing layoffs, the impact of COVID, it was a real tough time for a lot of companies. And while a lot of leaders were holding, well, you could call it almost, you know, it's town hall style or company all meetings, they thought that what they were saying was inspiring that they are encouraging people to really rally together. Well, the truth is what they said was not inspiring. Maybe the wrong words were chosen. Maybe they said something that inadvertently maybe offended people. 
But a lot of leaders, especially, think that they are inspiring people when all they are doing is actually demotivating them and ruining their engagement and making maybe the environment less collaborative. Which leads to the next point that a lot of people think in meetings that is a mistake, is that they think that others agree with them. Sometimes there are people who are so passionate about an idea or a project or some sort of initiative in a meeting, and they talk about it, but that passion and enthusiasm scares people away from actually voicing their opinions or concerns about it, so no one speaks up. So therefore, the person who is so passionate thinks, well, everyone's on the same page as me, no one's outright said that there's a problem with whatever I've proposed, so they think that everybody's agreeing with them, they're moving forward because there's been no dialogue uh, that's been criticizing the issue or trying to raise any sort of concerns. So they mistakenly believe that everybody's on the same page. And the truth is, is that they're not. They're not because after the meeting, there's sometimes informal meetings or discussions with those who attended where they voice concerns, but they don't voice to the person who's most passionate. So you have to make sure that there's an opportunity provided in a meeting for people to be candid and share their feedback about whatever is being talked about. And if they have concerns, that you make it a safe place that people can raise those concerns in that meeting. And the expectation really should be is that people need to talk. And if they don't talk there, then they've been given the fair warning and the fair opportunity to speak about it. Well, then they really shouldn't be going and trying to undermine the process outside of that discussion. But again, a lot of people think that everyone just agrees with them because silence is what happens and that's not true. Another mistake that people think in meetings, and I love this one, is that some people think that they can read minds, that they can interpret body language and they know what people are thinking in the meeting and they have a good sense of what's happening, what's going on without saying anything. I don't know about you, but I don't think a lot of people can read minds. But for some reason, people seem to think this in meetings, that they can read the room. They know if people are happy about what's going on or what's being talked about or they're on board. The truth is, is they can't. It's incredibly challenging to read the room and to read minds and to know what people truly think. Depending on the meeting, maybe there's an opportunity for more companies to leverage anonymous surveys, get feedback that's pointed and after the fact, maybe talking to select individuals to get their sense of where things are and how they landed. But people can't read minds. And you have to ask specifically for feedback just to make sure that you're providing the value that people hope for or what they're looking for as part of that discussion. The last mistake I think that people make in meetings, and this is one, again, that I'm, I'm really passionate about, is that a lot of people think meetings are needed. There are so many feelings I have on this part, but I'm going to boil it down to is that not all meetings are needed. Not all meetings are required. Sometimes it can be handled in an email or it could be a communication through some sort of collaboration you know, software that you have, whether it's a Slack or a Microsoft Teams. Not all meetings are needed. Sometimes we don't need to have as many of meetings as they are. Sometimes a lot of meetings are just repetitive. I've had a lot of meetings over the years where you have a meeting, there's no agenda, and then a couple days later you have the exact same meeting with the same people. 
because nothing seems to come from them or no one took any notes. So it's such a waste. Or you've got way too many people there who are the same role. So it also seems just useless. Not all meetings are required. Not all meetings are needed. Some people just want to talk. And some people think that it should be decision by committee. But you need to look at each kind of action and decide, well, who is ultimately accountable or responsible for this? Does it need to be a big discussion? Or can it just be something where someone decides a path and moves forward? for the betterment of the group and for everyone else. I would argue that many organizations could cut probably upwards of 25% or more of their meetings easily and still have the same level of work accomplished. As some of you know too, I'm a big believer in that the 40-hour work week is something that shouldn't exist anymore and exists because a lot of people say they don't have enough time, they need all those hours to get the job done. The truth is, is there's so much waste that happens in many organizations and a lot of that waste is centered around meetings that if you eliminate a lot of those meetings, you could actually accomplish the same results in 30 hours versus 40 hours as an example. So again, all these mistakes that people think in meetings are producing lots of waste. They are not providing the value that people think that they are. Organizations need to take a hard look at the meetings that they have at all levels of the business and decide whether they are essential or not and whether meetings actually need to take place. Because I would argue that there's a better way for people to communicate depending on the situation, sometimes just having a meeting. If you have other ideas of mistakes that you think people think in meetings, I'd love to hear them. Let me know on social media at Chris Hanna Show, and LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. I'd love to hear more and your thoughts around meetings and how we can make them more effective in many different organizations and industries. Until next time, this has been the Chris Hanna Show. I look forward to talking to you again next week for another episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Chris Hanna Show. As always, the latest episodes are available to listen and subscribe to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow The Chris Hanna Show on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter. For more resources and solutions, including blog posts, toolkits, ebooks, speaking sessions, and more, visit chrishanna.ca today. We look forward to connecting again with you soon for another episode of The Chris Hanna Show.